Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bounce Dietitian Podcast. I hope that you are doing so beautiful and wonderful today. How are we feeling? I personally have been doing pretty good in the last few weeks. I feel like this winter was a little bit harder on me and my mental health. I always kind of forget how my mental health is impacted by winter until we get to spring again. Every spring, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much better. I feel so much more energized. I feel more motivated. I just feel like another person. But every year, I almost like forget the impact of winter on my mood. And I'm like, why am I feeling so low until like May happens? And I'm like, oh, winter, that's what happened. It's really interesting because when I think about that, I also think about most folks who do the healing journey to have a better relationship with food and their body will experience the same thing. When we have a not so good relationship with food, we kind of know it's not great, but we don't realize how bad it actually is until you've healed and you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better now. My relationship to food feels so much more aligned. My relationship with my body feels so much more connected. That felt really bad. (laughs) And I feel so much better now. There's so many of these victories. I call them retrospective victories that once we're in it, we don't necessarily notice. But when we can look back and just realize how things used to be, we realize how far we've actually come which is pretty cool, you know? But I also wonder if it's kind of our human brains that sometimes when we are in those pieces of discomfort or those times that are harder, kind of a way to protect ourselves, right? That we kind of like rationalize it of like, ah, it's not so, so bad. It's going to be fine. Today, I want to talk about our healing journey and what it actually looks like and what's included in that journey. Before I do that, I do want to let you know that we have a workshop coming up This workshop will be on emotional eating. And the goal of this workshop is to support you in starting to shift your relationship with food and change your narrative around food so you can feel more empowered, more in control, and allow food to just be food. So this will be a three-day workshop where I'm going to go live in a private Facebook group, connecting with you and sharing my best strategies and hopefully give you a ton of value so you can start seeing your relationship to food and body change for the better. So if you're interested in learning more from me, going more in depth and coming to a live workshop, you can go to thebouncepractice.com forward slash workshop, or you can go to the show note of this podcast and just click on the link, sign up. It's free. It's going to be great. We're going to be live. We're going to have so much fun together. And we've even added a Q&A at the end. So any questions that you have, you'll be able to ask me personally. All right. So now let's talk about this podcast episode where we're going to talk about the body image work. And I wanted to talk about it because as you may know, I am a registered dietitian by trade. 
I specialize in food behavior, food relationship. I am an expert when it comes to like the nutrition science and really understanding our body and what our body requires. And I believe that we cannot talk about a relationship with food without addressing our relationship with our body. The biggest reason is that for most folks, our relationship with food started to get tricky when we were trying to manipulate food in order to change our body, right? Body image is often the source of our food relationship issues. Most dieters start dieting, not because they want to restrict their carbohydrate, but because they want to try to lose weight, right? Most dieters start dieting, not because they enjoy the process of restricting their food, but because they are really hoping that it's going to impact their body composition. So if we do the work to heal our relationship with food, but we don't do the body image work, I personally believe that it is a band-aid solution because we're not doing the deep work that started the problem to start off. We really want to address that core piece. I will say for most of my wonderful clients, especially in the balance program, because we have a whole section on body image that we really dive deep. They're always like part three, man, part three is so difficult. I have so much resistance in doing the body image work and it makes sense. And if that's you, if you're like, I can talk about food all day, eating all the foods, it's great. But body image work feels really scary. I just want you to know that that's normal. It's normal that it feels big. It's normal that it feels scary. Our body is so vulnerable. It's our home. It's what we live in. We are in it every day. So it makes sense that there can be some resistance there. Again, I do believe that it's extremely important to do the body image work when we're doing this work for it to be sustainable over time. But when I think about body image work today, I wanted to kind of break it down of what does that actually entail? What are we talking about here when we talk about body image work? Nowadays, there's different terms that are used around body image, and you may have heard of the term body positivity. And I wanted to quickly address that because I think oftentimes maybe we start believing that that needs to be the goal, and I want us to talk about it a little bit. So first and foremost, the body positive movement was a movement created in the 1960s by folks who are of color and larger bodies that was really meant to be a movement for like more like body acceptance, right? And really more of a radical movement and being able to showcase that all bodies are good bodies. So that movement in itself is amazing. And in 2023, nowadays, it sounds like body positivity is like a lot of people who are maybe depicting what like body love should be and like loving your body and loving yourself and like looking in the mirror and being super proud of who you are and like feeling beautiful in your skin. And that's kind of how it has like transformed, in my opinion, anyways, on social media where body positivity kind of became almost like body love and like setting that as the gold star as like what you should aim for. And I think there's actually a lot of things wrong with that. We don't actually need to be quote unquote body positive and love our body to do the body image work. It may not be accessible for you now or ever. And loving your body is not a prerequisite to taking care of your body and showing up with your body and living a beautiful life. You don't need to love it. You can, and it is not a requirement. And I think that distinction is important because when I talk with my clients, especially inside the balance program, we often talk about this idea of, you know, loving your body versus accepting your body versus taking care of your body and all the nuances that come with it. And something that one of my amazing participants have made is that once she was able to get behind the fact that 
body love is not the goal, it released a lot of pressure for her. It actually allowed her to do the work more intentionally because there wasn't this lingering pressure of you must love yourself and love your body at all costs right? That doesn't need to be the goal. That's actually almost like another way that we continue to hyper-focus on the body, right? Right now, if we think about our body and it's like all negative thoughts all of the time, we don't want to get necessarily to a point where we're like all positive thoughts all the time because there's still so much focus on the actual physical body. Instead, we can look at it from the goal of what if we could get into a place of like acceptance and neutrality of my body simply is, right? And those are steps that we take together. Hey, hey, I'm just quickly, quickly stopping this podcast episode to remind you about the workshop that is coming up this May. This month, we are talking about emotional eating and how to use food in a way to empower us to live our best and fullest life. If you are interested to learn more about intuitive eating from an expert and going live with me where you can ask your questions, sign up for free today. So you can go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash workshop. All right, my friend, let's get back to the episode. So when I think of the body image steps, like we do use a body image spectrum. I'll be honest, I'm not really sure where the spectrum came from. We have modified it over time. We have changed it over time. We use it with most of our clients. And especially again with the Bounce program, this is the steps that we go through. And we actually divide it like step by step by step by step. We go through every step in depth because we want to be able to do the deeper work. But today I want to go through and give you an overview of like, what are those steps? What are those things that we work through? And if you are a participant of the program right now and you're listening, this is what's coming, man. This is what's coming. It's all the good things. (laughs) And I'm excited for you. All right. So let's go through like, what is part of our body image work and what's part of our body image spectrum? So when we think of a spectrum, I always think about it's not a one way street. We're not necessarily just trying to get from one side to the other. We know that there can be some nuances through it. We know that we can move and it's very fluid through time. On the one side of the spectrum, we do have what we would call like body hate. So this can be like extreme discomfort in our body, dislike towards our body, hate towards our body. This is often where we can start when we are a dieter or when we have been dieting all our life. Or even if you haven't been dieting, like a lot of us are just taught to hate our body, right? That's a taught behavior. From there, the first step is really the piece of body respect. I don't need to love it. I don't need to like it. None of that needs to be there. But can I find ways to respect my body? This can be in the way that we talk about our body, the way we think about our body, but it's also in all the behaviors that we do on a day-to-day basis. Then we can move into the trust piece, body trust. This is where we get to start trusting our body more and building that relationship. Just like any relationship in our lives, you don't just meet someone you're like, I trust you hundred percent, right? And the same thing will happen with our body, especially if there has been like distress, right? Like if your body for many years, maybe could not fully trust you because it didn't know when it was going to be fed. We need to rebuild that trust with our body. And then in reverse, we need to also feel trust for our body, right? I trust that my body is good. I trust that my body can handle what it needs to handle. I trust that I don't need to micromanage it. It gets to just be. So trust is a big piece of this. 
And then we can move towards just more body neutrality. So body neutrality, I think, can be kind of there when we do body respect and body trust. But it's a state where we're just start to feel neutral about our body. Our body just is. My role is to take care of it. I need to feed myself. I need to make sure I sleep. I need to hydrate. I need to move. We're kind of like plants, complex plants. I need to make sure that I take care of my basic needs. And then it just is. And then my body just allows me to be in this world. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is, right? So we can get to a place where we can just be very neutral towards it. Then we can move into body appreciation. So this is like liking our body, right? So we can start showing gratitude towards our body, appreciating our body. It can be appreciating things that our body allows us to do or things that our body does. So we can get to a place where we start feeling more positive towards the body that we have. Then we have what I call body confidence. And this is not like, I'm so confident. I love myself. My body's amazing. The way I see it is that body confidence is that no matter how I feel about my body, I know that my body is good. I have confidence that this body is my body. It's a good body, no matter how I feel about it. I almost see it as like advocacy for our body. Like I just show up for my body right? I stand in my power in my body. This is mine and mine and for me only. Then we get to body acceptance. And this one is honestly a really difficult one I find, but really this piece of like radical acceptance of like, I fully truly accept my body here and now with no conditions, right? No matter again, the pains, the aches, how I feel, how it looks, I accept it fully. Boom. That's a big one. And then the last one, The last place on our spectrum is body liberation. Some people also call this body peace. Some people call this one body positivity. This is really that we get to a place where we just love our body unconditionally, no matter how it looks like, what it does, its ability. It just is. We are fully liberated from being attached, I guess, to the way we feel about our body and how that interacts with our day. Our body just feels a lot more free. There can be some piece of like neutrality around the body here too, where our life's purpose no longer is tied to the body that we have. Like it's really this movement towards like liberation of like this body, this earth suit of mine, just allows me to be in this world and allows me to do the things that I want to do. My worth is not tied to it. My value is not tied to it. Anything that has to do with my worth, my value, who I am, my character, the size of my body, my ability, like it is two very separate things. This can be an end goal for many of us. Doesn't need to be, right? So again, like any of these steps, like will be very personalized for you. Ideally, the goal and the goal that I have with most of my clients and what most of my clients strive for is to live a life where our body and our relationship with our body empowers us to live the life that we want to live. We want the relationship we have with our body to not take away, to not make us play small, to not dim our light. We want the relationship we have with our body to really allow us to show up, show up in the way that we want to show up. And that is the big goal. That is what we want. And that's what I would want for you if you want that as well. Again, I believe that body image work is extremely important as part of the overall healing work. Yes, it can be challenging, but you can do hard things. You're stronger and you are capable. Maybe you need the tools. Maybe you need support and guidance. I get that. Like, I believe that for this work, you don't need to do it alone. I think doing it alone is really, really difficult. I think being part of a community as you're doing this work is beautiful because 
it's hard, right? Like body image work is hard when we live in a society that continues to tell us that our body is not good enough. So being part of a community to do this work, like I hope that this podcast was helpful for you. I hope that you've enjoyed learning about the different steps in this journey. I hope that you got a lot from it. If you did, let me know on Instagram, on the post of the podcast. Let me know what you've learned today, what you've enjoyed about this podcast episode. You can also leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really do appreciate it. I read all of them. They really speak to my heart. I'm so grateful for you listening in every week. And on that note, my friend, I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful day and we'll catch you in the next episode.